0: Welcome, everybody, to the Snap Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. All right, let's do it. Last week, we did the three exercises that you should be adding to your fitness routine in some form or fashion. We're gonna continue that this week and probably for the next couple weeks because I like the theme. I like the number three. It's a nice round number in shape. Not, I mean, that's that's a dumb joke. Um, three is simple. It's not like I'm getting on here advertising like, hey, here's 19 foods that you should be adding to your diet or here's 19 exercises that you should be doing. That's a lot that gets congested. Uh, it, it clouds things. After six or seven of them, you'd be like, wait a second. I, I got to write these down. Three, you can remember, right? For those who listened to the episode last week, that's smart. I should put my hand in front of my mouth. That's uh, That helps the podcast. Uh, for those who remember last week, you can probably think back right now and remember the three exercises that I talked about. I can. I also did the episode. But you could probably remember at least one or two of those exercises. It wouldn't take you long to go back and figure out the the third. We're going to do that similarly, similarly with food. And I'm also going to do that in the protein, carbs and fats breakdown. So we're going to have three of these episodes. You're going to get three proteins that I think you should add to your diet or that would help your diet, the way you eat, the structure of what you eat. I'm going to give you three carbs and I'm going to give you three fats. These are my personal opinion, but uh general population general opinion on these are going to probably be very similar and I'm not uh you know, I'm not breaking down any barriers that no one's heard before here like this is all pretty common stuff oftentimes the way podcasts work or the way that information works um, knowledge is we hear it but it doesn't stick with us until we hear it a couple times right so have you heard that you should eat one of these foods before have you heard that you should do one of the exercises that i talked about last week before you might have but when you hear it repeated by first someone else, now me. Maybe you hold me for some reason in higher regard than other people when it comes to fitness and nutrition. I hope you do. I hope I've demonstrated some form of knowledge. For those watching, you're getting a nice in and out blur shot of my camera trying to focus. Um, And so once you hear it from me, you're like, well, shit, maybe I should start incorporating that into the diet. Maybe I should start doing this exercise in my workout routine. I know that's the way it works for me. I personally, we all have things that we naturally gravitate to, whether that be, uh, it's just something that we were brought up with and this could go for exercise or nutrition. It's the first, you know, it's, it's the one thing that the coach at your school knew how to do. So you have always done that exercise. It's the one, thing that you felt comfortable doing, that your body naturally was decent at doing. Maybe you're a bencher. maybe you were always a good squatter, maybe you just had a good deadlift. So you've always done that one movement. Um, Your family bought certain foods for certain reasons, probably even deeper than just you as a child, your childhood probably goes back towards their childhood or why they bought certain foods and that's just what you ended up eating as you grew up. The fun thing is, is as an adult, because I guess that's what we are. Although, I—it's I, a lot of contrary to challenge that idea. I don't. I've, adult seems like a weird word. Um, you have this autonomy of decision where you can literally make of what your life whatever you want. You can eat whatever foods you want. I always, <laughs> I always uh, use that analogy. It's like, oh, sorry. I I tried to suppress them. I I suppressed two yawns already. The first yawn, there it is, came out. It's probably going to happen again. Um, The analogy is is like, I'm an adult now. If I wanted to, I could eat cookie dough every day for all of my meals. I could consume all of my calories in cookie dough. But because I'm an adult, I'm smarter. I have experience. And I know that that's going to make me not feel very good. It's not going to be nutritionally beneficial for me. And, uh, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm not going to enjoy it after some point. Right. But if I wanted to, I could do that. Similarly, I don't know why I keep making myself say that word in the same regard. You can decide to do whatever exercise you want to do on whatever day you want to do it. You can create your own workout routine, your own split, chest, back, legs, you could do one lift of each body part. You could not work out at all. That's the thats the choice we have, right? Um. So what's cool is you always have the ability to change. And hopefully with these episodes last week being one of them, the next three weeks with the proteins, carbs, fats being another three, and really kind of the overarching theme of this podcast in general is just to regurgitate information with my own opinion on it and thoughts is to maybe get you to reconsider how you're going about your health and fitness. So we're gonna start with the protein today. This is very, very easy. These three foods that I'm about to go over are foods that I eat, let's see. One I eat every day. The other two I kind of use as a one or the other. And we'll get to that. Um, The first one is cottage cheese. Again, we're going proteins today. So yes, a couple of these, all all three of these are gonna have um, fat in them. Couple of, one of them has a a few carbs, uh, depending on the brand. But these are mainly protein focused foods. And I think protein is the primary or should be looked at as the primary nutrient of the three macronutrients. Um, We've talked about that plenty of times, but I'm sure we'll go over it even more as this podcast continues. Protein is essential. Um, we need it to repair the body, bones, tendons, muscles, recover the body from workouts when we push it past its baseline. It helps with hair, nails, um, organs. And there's shot number two. We love it. And um, an under, well, undervalued, overlooked part of protein is the more protein you eat, which happens to be a very satiating uh, macronutrient as well. Think of a time where you ate pure protein, right? Maybe you just went after a chicken breast. Now, there's some other factors to this that aren't just protein-based. Chicken breast, obviously, when it comes to taste, not the most appetizing thing by itself. So that's part of the reason here. But imagine you just have unlimited chicken breast. How much of that chicken breast could you eat before you're like, I'm full? I'm good. I don't need any more. I've had enough for this meal. Odds are that for most people, that's gonna range from you know, anywhere from eight to maybe fifteen ounces of chicken breast before you're like, "Oh my God, I'm done with this. like i'm I'm full. I don't need any more food. Eight to fifteen ounces of chicken breast is only two hundred and fifty to four hundred calories, maybe five hundred calories of chicken breast. It's not very much. Imagine you did that three times a day. uh, You would be full on that protein. You would have a shitload, a shitload. We're talking like 400 grams of protein that day. And you would still be under eating calorie wise. This is a benefit because it helps to balance the other two fat and carbs, which are way more satiating. The foods that contain those are way more delectable. How about that word? You didn't think I was using the word delectable today. Delicious, scrumptious. Think of any good food out there. I mean, again, other than like a ribeye steak, uh, which even that has a bunch of fat on it, ice cream, pizza, all of the stuff that you love to indulge in, it's got fat and carbs in it. And those, while in their own right can be satiating in different ways are going to be way more calorically dense as a um, rel- relative to the entire food uh, than a pure protein will be. So we eat protein. The more we eat of our protein, the less room, assuming you have a number that you're trying to hit each day, the less room of the pie chart is going to be filled up by those other less beneficial, we'll say, less ideal macronutrients. Now, when I say that, it doesn't mean that we don't need those as well. If you're an athlete, you need all three guaranteed. If you're a human in general, you kind of need fats, carbs, and proteins. Fats and proteins are essential carbs, not as much, but generally, you need all three of them for differing reasons. Um, Cottage cheese, as I said, let's get back to it, is the first one. Now, cottage cheese is gross to some people. I understand this is Probably the most controversial of the three that i'm gonna uh, <laughs> that I'm gonna talk about the fact that I'm saying that cottage cheese is controversial is just where my life is at. That's what I'm doing. I'm recording a podcast about controversial cottage cheese. Um, obviously, it is a cheese. it is a fresh cheese. Um, people know what cottage cheese is. I don't have to explain it to you. I like to eat it plain. It is high protein low calorie it's uh it has a little bit of fat in it and it doesn't have any carbs. It is one of those foods that is gonna make you feel very full in fact, two of the three the next one is Greek yogurt. We'll get to that in a second. That is something else that also makes you full again, this protein filling this that's something that isn't you know uh cottage cheese Greek yogurt they're not crazy over the top with flavors or how um you know when you eat something it makes you want more of it because it's so um it's built to be tasty and delicious um you cannot eat a ton of cottage cheese or a ton of greek yogurt before you're like okay i'm good you know similar to that chicken breast thing cottage cheese is also high in calcium um i'm not just spitting this out i'm i'm reading this from an article as well actually all three of these are from healthline uh, let's see what else, um, the protein content of cottage cheese. This is the part I wanted to hit on is casein, uh, 80% of the protein content is casein and it's slowly absorbed. Meaning, um, you know, this isn't super pertinent to a lot of people, but, the the body takes a little bit longer to digest and absorb this protein into the body. So it's more of like a timed nutrient release to your muscles so in a way it kind of helps with that um and for some people that would end up meaning that it's a little easier on the stomach as well so cottage cheese uh a lot of people put cottage cheese on salads a lot of people um put cut kind of use cottage cheese as a side dish i am a weirdo i love sort of like throwing it in with pasta i know some of you are like making a face right now but that's just that's stems back to my childhood Um, throw some on like a red sauce pasta and kind of don't mix it with it but like i don't know take a bite of each at the same time again i'm a weirdo cottage cheese it's amazing i use cottage cheese personally as part of my post-workout snack so i eat four main meals during the day a breakfast which happens after training session one a lunch which happens an hour before training session two a refuel snack which happens immediately after training session two and then a dinner which happens at night six o'clock um in that third meal of the day the refuel slash snack i will do a protein shake and then either a greek yogurt or cottage cheese somewhere between 100 and 200 calories of that and um depending on you know the day and uh it's really really good i think it, it fits very easily into that spot one serving of cottage cheese which is 120 calories or so is going to come with about 15 grams of protein 13 to 15 grams of protein protein i believe so for those of you that you know a lot of people are just trying to hit 150 grams of protein a day using that as your snack that's 10 percent right there and you're not even it's not even like the focus of that meal i combine that with a protein shake which is 25 calories of protein And that together gives me about 40 calories. Which, for me, four meals ranging between 40 and 60 grams of protein per meal get me up towards that 200 grams of protein per day. Um, So cottage cheese is number one. Find a way to add that in. You can eat it for breakfast. You can eat it as a side. You can eat it plain. You can do a whole lot with it. Kind of a – and if you haven't tried it, try it. It, I, I totally understand why it, you would think that it's nasty. It, it It's not like it has a, a crazy strong flavor. Um, I don't know. It's one of my favorite foods. Moving on, we mentioned it. Greek yogurt is number two. I love Greek yogurt because it's super uh, – there, there's not a lot of people on earth that are naturally um, – that they, they don't they have an aversion to yogurt right now. I understand that Greek yogurt is a little bit different. In fact, in this here, Greek yogurt is referred to as a, often referred to as strained yogurt, is made by fermenting yogurt in tanks and then straining whey and other liquids during the final processing steps. This process results in a thicker product with a higher protein content. Um, Come down here and it mentions that uh, a breakdown of nutrition in seven ounces of plain low fat unsweetened Greek yogurt. There's a lot of caveats to this cause a lot of people, they make the great, they make the Greek yogurt and then to make you buy it, they add back in the sugar. So it's, it's got the consistency and you got a little bit of that taste of the Greek yogurt, but then they put in additives that kind of ruin the point of why you're eating Greek yogurt in the first place. 20 grams of protein in a 150 calorie serving. A gram of protein is four calories. So you do the math on that, that's 80 calories of that 150 coming from protein. The others is gonna be your fats and carbs. That's over half of the content of Greek yogurt is coming from protein. It doesn't just have protein either. It has, let me get to the good stuff here. It's a great source of other nutrients. Protein, again, 0. 0.54 to 0. 0.9 grams per pound um, is the recommendation. And I don't know why I'm reading this. It, this is going to help you get to that. Uh, it has a bunch of other vitamins and minerals. The other thing I love about Greek yogurt is one, for some reason, it's, it's enough of a popular item that they have portioned it out into easy serving size cups. I shop at Costco. I can get 20, what is it? 24 single serving cups of Greek yogurt with three different flavors for like $17. So we're looking at less than a dollar per serving, like somewhere around 75, 80 cents per serving for a cup of Greek yogurt. Again, those are the ones that I'm eating. Uh, the Danon triple zero Oikos um, protein yogurts you can get 15 gram ones or you can get an even thicker version that has 20 grams per cup. And you're looking at hundred to 120 calories and almost the entirety of that brand is protein. Um, so a lot of bang for your buck there. They're pretty darn good tasting. If you, um, after you eat it a couple times, of course, if you compare it to like a, uh, like a Danimals, like drink yogurt, kids yogurt, or like a, uh, what are they called the yogurt sticks where you like squeeze them up the tube. Oh man, those were so good at school lunch. Those you eat that next to, and you do like a taste test, which one's better. Of course, you're going to choose the, the kid's yogurt that's loaded with sugar. You're going to be able to taste the difference. But after you take that away, you strip that away and you just start snacking on this Greek yogurt for a couple weeks. It's going to be hard to tell it's they've dialed it in. It's pretty decent tasting. Uh, strawberry, vanilla, mixed berry, um, raspberry. The uh, triple zero Dan and Oikos ones um, are really, really good. I, it might just be, it might even be Dan and Oikos. I think it's just Oikos, triple zero Oikos. Um, really, really good. And I love the versatility of the Greek yogurt as well. Another item that can be uh, simply insert it into breakfast and not just as a yogurt, but then you can throw berries, granola, fruit into the yogurt to spice it up. So now you've got your, you can add a little bit more flavor with good sugars, good sources, and still get the protein as well. Um, again, a little serving size cup works perfect for on the go, uh, even more than cottage cheese would and works great after a workout. It's easy on your stomach and it's, it's pretty cheap. The third one of the day, and we'll finish with this. And, uh, this is honestly the one that is probably most important eggs. Everybody should be eating eggs. And I understand this is another one that people, you know, my wife included, people are like, ah, eggs are disgusting. There's a million ways to make eggs. Literally. There's so many ways to make eggs, mix them with something else. Uh, find a way to make them taste good. They are or just I mean if you want to go like blue mountain state with it, drink them raw. I mean like they are just a superfood to the max and they were demonized in the media um and that's a longer story for a, another podcast. Uh for a long time people thought that the cholesterol that was contained inside the yolk of the egg, which is actually the most nutrient dense, healthiest foods that we could possibly eat out there, um, caused heart disease, was it was one of the causes of heart disease. It's wrong, it's false. That's old, old, old news, been disproven for a long, long time. And especially if you're into health and you're into working out, everything you're doing is going to balance and and, and help your body work properly to the point where the cholesterol that's in the yolk of an egg, or let's call it four eggs, if you're going to eat that many, is nowhere near enough to actually make a difference in um, in raising your bad cholesterol levels, okay? So don't worry about that. Get past that. A large egg... Um, here we go. Uh, however, many studies have shown that the dietary cholesterol in eggs does not adversely affect cholesterol levels in the blood. They're different things. In fact, eggs raise your good HDL cholesterol and change the bad LDL cholesterol from small and dense to large, which is benign. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They are rich in antioxidants like lutein and zeaxanthin. Um. I act like I know what those are. I don't know what those are, but antioxidants are generally good, right? Uh, They gather, these antioxidants, well, they go on to tell you, these antioxidants gather in the retina of the eye where they protect against harmful sunlight and reduce reduce the risk of eye diseases. Eggs are among the most nutrient foods on the planet, nutrient-dense foods on the planet. Loaded with high-quality proteins, seven grams of protein per egg. So my breakfast in the morning is four eggs, and then also a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for some carbs and fats. But four eggs, that's 28 grams of protein. You can make that over easy, scrambled, sunny side up, however you want. 70-ish calories, five grams of fat, six to seven grams of protein, depending on how big the egg is, and all nine essential amino acids, also rich in iron, phosphorus, selenium, and vitamins A, B12, B2, and B5. Has about 113 milligrams of choline, which is a very important nutrient for the brain. It goes on to talk about their filling and they can help you lose weight. Eggs are exceptionally nutritious, weight loss friendly, and high in antioxidants. If you need more reasons to eat eggs, they're also cheap. They are cheap. Just like the other two options. So cheap even i still will stand at the egg you know in the in the dairy aisle or wherever you get your eggs and i'll stand there and i'll compare the prices of like which ones are on sale usually the eggs right now at the grocery store that i stop grocery store that i shop at range from like 24 cents an egg to 33 cents an egg and i'm always doing the deals i love the brown eggs if you can get me some farm fresh cage free brown eggs the brown eggs generally Tend to have those darker, richer yolks that inside. Sometimes they look orange, even more than they look yellow. Um, and sometimes you can get some really big, big eggs too. Those are my favorite. Uh, but your good old white, you know, normal sized eggs are fine too. Eggs, cottage cheese, and Greek yogurt. Add those three into your routine. I know. You're saying, "Well, fuck! This is gonna be my diet is gonna turn into just this boring, repetitive." Yes, yes, it is. Food is fuel. We eat to live, not live to eat. Occasionally, you indulge yourself. You go out once a week. Every couple of weeks, you 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 know you make something that you really enjoy. Most of the time, ninety percent of the time, it needs to be boring and streamlined, and and in uh, easy. And these three foods contribute to that all great high in protein um, and will make you feel good. That's it. We'll do carbs next week. And of course I say that and then we'll probably, I'll probably hop on here next week and be like, all right, three fats that you need in your diet. Uh, No, we'll try and do carbs next week and then finish with fats two weeks from now. Hopefully, you know, I didn't, I think all of you were aware of these three foods, but now that you've heard it again from me, maybe this will be the impetus for you to add them into your diet. Who knows? We'll talk next week. Until then, peace.